You're listening to the Dumb Money Live podcast. The FTX story just keeps getting more insane. Today we learned some new things in the FTX bankruptcy filing. Things like they didn't keep a record of who even worked at the company, that they had billions of dollars invested in things other than crypto, but somehow didn't keep records of those investments either. And my personal favorite, that FTX loaned a billion dollars to their CEO, Sam Bankman-Fried, for personal use. Earlier today on Dumb Money Live, we talked about the whole FTX debacle, the complete lack of due diligence from the VCs that backed the platform, what it could mean for the celebrities and influencers that promoted FTX, and our thought process when we had the chance at a private equity investment in FTX is kind of buried in the middle of the live show, but I thought it was worth sharing again in this video. Not to say anything negative about anyone that didn't make this decision, because I don't think this is a very hard thing for people to wrap their head around that a company could have done what this company did. And I don't blame anybody that was doing ads and stuff like that. But I had an op I I I was reached I had an opportunity and you did and we had an opportunity at Dumb Money to do to make quite a bit of money off of FTX. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh quite a bit of money. I just want everybody in our world to know that we said no. And we didn't say no because we didn't we did research on FTX and we knew that they were fraudulent no. or whatever, right? Like we said no because we say no to all advertising. We yes. like if we were I thought that this Sam uh what what are they calling them? Ripoff fraud now? Um <laughs> I think I don't that think that's what they call them, but that it's fine. It's it's yeah. going around. Sam yeah. bankrupt fraud, I think is what they're calling them. Oh, is that the is that the yeah, that's, that's the new meme. Or at least I, don't I saw that. I don't, I don't know, but he seemed like he was the one testifying to Congress. He, he, he did such a good job of like, when they, when they make this an American greed episode, it has such a perfect like backstory of like doing all those things that normally happen to build up your reputation so that you are the least detected person to walk away with billions of dollars. Do you think he walks away, Dave? I think that he doesn't, I, I don't know. I don't know what exactly his personal financial situation is. I know that uh, FTX gave him loans of, of uh, millions or billions. I can't remember what the headline said. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what he's personally going to end up with this. I just think that the whole thing blew up and customers are, are not going to see their money again. And, and then after that, uh, the BlockFi and Genesis freeze yesterday. BlockFi uses or BlockFi and what's the other one? Um, oh, I, I've talked about them on my channel because of their credit card. What is it? Not BlockFi. Crypto, oh, Gen uh, Genesis and uh, and Gemini. BlockFi is the oh. one I had their credit card. Genesis is the big lending company that. Uh, Gemini uses for their earn program. And yesterday they froze the accounts or they froze, froze the ability to withdraw from their earn program because of the yeah, people they were lending to were not only affected by three arrows capital a while back, but now had more exposure than they initially said to, uh, all, all I know, Dave, is this story has everything. This is going to be the greatest like film ever like yeah. it has everything it has the the drama of 
the you know the shady stuff that they were doing as a group down there the amphetamines the the the, the hug the um what not not hugging parties what do they call them like um, <laughs> what are they calling them down there they're doing talking about hugging parties? parties yeah they were doing like no it's parties. polygamy they, they had like a polygamy yeah. ranch or something I, I, Allegedly. I whatever they want to call it. If Dude. anybody wants to invite me to a snuggle party, don't. That sounds, that's like my worst nightmare. So, so you're telling me like our dumb money 2023 get together shouldn't be a, a snuggling? Not going to be a cuddle, cuddle party? party? If you want to do that, cuddle that's party. Fine. That's what it's called. Um, I will party. leave <laughs> when that starts to happen. <laughs> I think I think snuggling is worse than cuddling. <laughs> oh, no. They both sound pretty bad to me. Just don't touch me. That's that's my. <laughs> you can have some drinks for as long as you want to. Just you know, we don't need to. We don't need to cuddle. There are apparently, cuddle according to the chat, friend, there are ten different friend. documentaries coming out about FTX in uh, twenty twenty three. Wouldn't be surprised. You're listening to the Dumb Money Live podcast. Why is this guy not arrested yet? Like. I'm well, he was not in the United States. I, I find it interesting that so, you know, there were rumors that he was being held by the Bohemian authorities. Uh, but then yesterday I saw pictures of him like walking around a supermarket and who knows, yeah. right? It's the Internet. So th those pictures could be like a month old or whatever. But um, last I heard, he was those authorities shipped back to the U.S. Last I heard, he was coming back to the U.S. to be uh, questioned by authorities, but. No, I, yeah, so maybe that, I did hear that the um, New York uh, Manhattan district office is putting together charges, so um, fraud charges. So we'll see how that goes. But what be. about this new um, class action lawsuit against celebrities who endorsed it? Yeah. That, yeah, I think, is the big story. So, uh, you know, I've heard a few um, like state reps that took money from FTX. <laughs> that well, no, they were one that. of the biggest donors to the Democratic Party. Right. So that, but you've got it. So you've got a, uh, I mean, and some of those donors, so some of those state reps are giving the money back. Now you don't hear any of the big guys doing that, but um, yeah, I mean, so there's a, there's a lawsuit. It, it, it has uh, Larry David. It's got, um, you know, the Brady's, the um, it's got a few other people. Um, it's probably got, you know, Kevin O'Leary. Um, it does. And yeah, I mean, if you took, if you took promotional dollars from these guys, what, what do you think? Should, do you have to give but, that money back? That's the question. Is it your job as a spokesperson, as a, you know, you're just a marketing face. Is yeah. it your job to research and understand crypto or is it just, is it just okay, you okay, being so paid to? Me, or does this fall under like a clawback? But then the fraud has to hit for the clawback to come in. Yes. I know that Tom Brady had was paid partially, at least partially, in shares of FTX. And so that's wiped out. That but you know, he was also paid in cash. He had to be. And so, like, so it, and it also kind of depends on the, the nature of what you say. Like the Larry David Super Bowl commercial is him being like, yeah, I don't know about this whole crypto thing. Dave, he didn't write those lines. It's an ad agency who wrote those lines. I literally just saying that I didn't. Okay. Okay. So I, I have a great way to understand this. Okay. So here's the deal. Let's pretend that there is a full on criminal. I mean, full on criminal. Uh, that just needs to pull over like a crime on some people and not a company, just a criminal. And that criminal comes to you and says, Dave, I'm going to pay you $5,000 to, I don't know, go, go on your show and promote this 
product that is just a it's it's not even real it's it's fake or whatever whatever it just it just there's nothing there you don't know this guy's a criminal but you go on there and you're like hey this guy billy bob uh has these awesome things you should pay him for this stuff they're really cool and then a bunch of people pay this guy for these things and they never get them he just never sent him anything he was the whole thing was a fraud scheme right it it it, it doesn't really matter whether you did research or not that money was crime money right and you're gonna have to give that money back so it doesn't matter that you didn't do anything wrong like you didn't realize it. it it's not that it's your fault even it's just that that money has to come back now the problem is when you put it under a big company it's the same exact thing there's no difference right there's no difference it's still the same thing it works the same way and that's why bernie madoff they've been able to claw back 75 cents of every single dollar because every penny that moved from Madoff to anyone, to anyone, to anyone else, that money is dirty money that will get clawed back. And yes, I have to tell you, the based on the president of what happened with Madoff, this is a thing now. And I think every dollar is going to get clawed back from every person that received money for anything. That, that that can if 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 this goes down as the fraud that we think it is and that doesn't necessarily mean that those people that did that stuff were bad people or made a mistake right it's that's just what the i think but you're saying if you're somebody like larry david or if you're somebody like kevin o'leary don't you just jump out in front of this and say hey look i don't know what's going on i'm actually yeah. going to give back all my endorsement dollars i lost yes. money in this i'm going to lose money in this company Hell, but you know what well Kevin O'Leary was an investor in the company. Anybody that they paid me, I'm going to go, let's create a fund that's going to go to making whole as many of the investors as possible. And I'm going to put those promotional dollars back in, right? And Kevin then, O'Leary has lost money. He was an investor in the company. Uh, I, I He was probably also receiving promotional money in exchange for, for or additional shares of FTX. Right. He was, um, yeah. I just don't know that... Like if you're talking about the Bernie Madoff money, that was was that promoters? Like Bernie wasn't running advertisements for his scam. He was basically just scamming people. This Dave, is this Dave, is different. Dave, Dave, if you I believe the way it works is any money that goes out, like it doesn't matter. Like it's gonna get caught. If it came from if it was dirty money, I think it comes back. I think Well, the interesting back. thing here is the money the money that went to the advertising partners is one pool of money, but all of the money that was left in the account, they got hacked right around the time when it would have been convenient and all, anything left that was sitting in the account got drained out. Yeah, I mean, who knows I, what happened why there. Why is no one talking about that still? Well, people like, are like, talking about that. I, it's I, a very... $600 million, $700 million on that Friday night they got hacked. Like everyone was talking about it for a day, and then no one talked about that again. I like I'm curious, who was that? Like, because there were rumors they're, that it was they're following the money. Basically, at this point, the last I saw that all of that hacked coins have been converted into Ethereum, and now it's one of the top holding Ethereum account. There's a wallet. Everyone's watching the wallet. They know where the money is. They just don't know whose money it is. And so, likely that money will go into one of those uh, blender sites and then come out you know, washed on the other end and someone's going to, someone's going to get away with it. You're listening to the Dumb Money Live podcast. There was a backdoor that allowed them to move money out of the platform and into their Alameda research uh, division without notifying anyone in the company. Um, I think that it's likely that there was, um, that backdoor was not fully protected 
Well, and somebody who had access, it had to be inside because how would it be so? Why wouldn't they, they have um, drained the accounts before any of this went down? The, yeah. If it was, if it was just oh, this is a security flaw. If someone finds it, they would have drained it before. Yeah, the timing before is very the company fishy. blew up. The timing is very fishy. So. <sighs> um, I, I'll tell you this. Reading some of his, I guess, DMs or messages that he sent, I guess, to Vox and stuff like that the last couple of days, that to me is stunning. He's literally making fun of the entire system. The He's basically has come out from what I from what I'm interpreting and is stating that he didn't care about compliance. He thinks compliance is a joke. It's all basically a front. They pretend to be compliant. They can pretend to talk to regulators. And the entire thing was like a joke to him. Um, the fact that they had so few employees working on stuff, like I don't know if it was an intentional from the very beginning, like an intentional, we're going to just defraud or if they're that. I, like, I, I almost think uh, it's more incompetence than intentional fraud. I think they built this thing. They didn't have a CFO. They weren't really watching what was going on and they got uh, over leveraged and then a bank run happened because one of their enemies, CZ, uh, tweeted and they were that like just a house of cards ready to collapse. So, so on one hand, okay, he went to MIT. I think, I, think right? I don't know that it was intentional from the beginning, but there's so much evidence that what he was doing was just building a reputation. Of, he had a squeaky clean re reputation. That, and that's why I think celebrities were willing to do an endorsement. I don't think that anybody suspected that he was going to turn fraudster. And I don't even know that he knew that he was going to be fraudster. But once it starts I, to fall apart. I mean, but it I sounds like if, if what we hear is true, then, you know, somebody was committing some sort of crime the whole time, right? If all of that stuff is true. So, all right. So, first of all, he had he had you know a very shady compliance officer. I guess formerly was over the the fraud ring with online offshore online casinos, where they were basically you know uh, defrauding players in those online casinos. That's just amazing to me. By the way, the Sequoia comes out and says that they did due diligence and they didn't see who the compliance officer of the company was, or that they didn't have controls in place. I mean, that that's just ridiculous on Sequoia's part. Um, uh, also, but I you have to remember that the due diligence that these VCs that were trying to like the entire crypto market was just going up. There was a mad race to be an investor in the companies that were supposedly just killing oh, it. We know, know we know how that we've been investors in private companies. And a lot yeah. of times our due diligence is, well, we don't want to be the lead investor. We're going to wait for someone else to be a lead investor. And we just assume that they do the due diligence because they're way bigger than us. They have way more money at stake whoa, than us. Whoa, and we put whoa, a few whoa, dollars whoa, in at the whoa, end. Whoa, maybe you. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. No, I will totally admit that I do, have not done due diligence on some of the private investments that I have made into private we're, we're companies. We're not investing other people's money and we're That's not true. investing hundreds of millions of dollars of other people's money. So so as the, as one of the leads. So like, I just think- no, that And that's why I would rely on them to do the due diligence. For me personally, I would rely on them. But I feel like there was such a FOMO going on, a, a gold rush, a mad rush for people. Anyway, everybody wanted to be involved and invested in FTX. I bet Chris Camillo, if you were given the opportunity to invest in FTX when the I market was. was on fire, you would have been like, I yeah, was. yeah, I'll, I'll take it. I, I would love to buy I, some shares. I, I, I was, I, 
the FTX opportunity crossed my path and I had really no, I mean, I was, I had no interest in it because I, I didn't know much about FTX. I, but I did know that everybody that I knew that was kind of an institutional guy was so pumped on them. I was like, why are you guys, the valuations I thought were insane. Like for me, I saw the valuations in the tens of billions of dollars. I was like, I don't understand why. Because at the time, we invested in Coinbase privately, right? Remember that? That was our big trade. Was yes, uh, and Robinhood. Those, those turned out yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. So we, but but we, they turned both turned out great for me. I mean, I, I got out of I got out of Coinbase. I think the day we got our share, literally the day it went public, or the two days after, or something like that. So. That worked out great, and Robinhood worked out great because I got out of half my shares ready the day it went, the day we were able to sell. Um, but guys, like, I, I don't know. I think the due diligence process was absolutely insane for an institutional fund of that size. I think that's just totally inappropriate. It is what it is. I think the most interesting thing to come out of this, though, in terms of understanding the intelligence level uh, of Sam is that I guess this video game that he played has various kind of skill levels and he's been playing it for a couple of years. And evidently he only got up to like a bronze, which people are like, that's a red flag to be playing that game for two <laughs> years and be it. No, I, I know it sounds stupid, but like he but, obviously went to MIT. He's not ridiculous. You know, he, he's relatively smart, right? In certain ways, but that is kind of a red flag that he was playing that game for that long and was unable to get above what is a level that most people say a kid could easily get above relatively quickly. I just know that he was also playing a video game during his investor presentation calls and people were still blown away by what he had to say. They, they all wanted to throw money at him. Yeah. So what, yeah, I, whether I he's good at playing a video game or not, he was really good at playing VC investors. Yeah. Yeah. They all, all the con men are, I mean, it, it's, it's, but the crazy thing is like you look at him and you just think, yeah, he seems like a guy that's on amphetamines, right? <laughs> he just seems like and taking sleeping pills at night. Like he's seen that disorderly, his hair, his 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 shirt on, has like stains on it, right? It, there and, was some patch that he's taking that is like a like an interdermal patch that if you it it makes you like like smarter, better focused. It's it's like one of those uh, magic pills from that movie. I can't remember the movie. Yeah, it didn't work. It didn't work. Well, it so. sure got him ramped up to billionaire status in a hurry. <laughs> and it all came crumbling well, down even faster. Yeah. he. Well, I'll tell you one thing. You know, guys that look like him, talk like him, act like him are going to have a very hard time raising money, I would imagine, the next five to 10 years until people forget again. Oh, anyone, anyone trying to raise money for a, any kind of a crypto platform. <laughs> like I feel bad for the legitimate people out there in the space who are trying to build something legitimate because they're not going to be able to get any investment dollars. I would think I wouldn't invest. I would have, I would have, I wouldn't have, I, I'm trying to think, would I have invested in FTX? I didn't have the opportunity to invest in it as a platform. I was given promotional opportunities to promote them, um, but I didn't do any of that. I didn't do, uh, I, I was never uh, a paid spokesperson for any crypto platforms, even crypto.com, which I talked about their credit card a lot. I was, ne those were never sponsored videos. Those were just my opinions. Oh, really? 
I, yeah. I was I was worried about you. I was like, I, no, every no. time I see something about crypto.com, I'm like, oh boy, now Dave's going to go down. I mean, I was using about. affiliate links, but I was I, like, I have a very distinct difference. I would always disclose these are affiliate links. I usually only would use an affiliate link if it gives the customer something better. Like you can only get your $200 of free stock if you use this link. Um, but no, I've never accepted any sponsorship dollars from any crypto companies ever. It, and you, you've also been pretty pragmatic with your viewpoints on when it was, when you thought it was good, when it was not good, what the risk yeah. factors were, and what you were doing, you know, to, you know, to earn money from it. When I, when I talked about every, I got every crypto card ever issued. Um, I FTX was included, and it was a card that there's no reason to even bother getting this card because it doesn't give you any benefits. I think that was my exact review. Ha, 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 ha.